says a kitten up a tree. So I feel like I'm clinging to a cloud. I can't understand. I get misty just holding your hand. Uh, is that a, a part of your um, sound healing? No, maybe it should be, though. It's very... Yeah, it only works on the girls, though, oh, I think. Are we going to do um, some sound healing in, in part two I've, yeah. of uh, our special You appear to have brought, with... brought a prop with you. Really? <laughs> All right. Well, then, um, without uh, further ado, let me welcome everyone back to episode two of Joel here on Real Talk Stories, live from Bali, where everyone's got a story. And sometimes the story is not verbal. Sometimes the story is musical. And it's played by beings like Joel in studios like this on days such as this one. Where we are all here together with Joel, Joel, Joel. Yeah, you played that thing like a champ. So actually, Joel, the mic that you're using, the, <laughs> the mic that you're using is actually a really good mic for instruments. For the... Well, for anything. So basically, if you just... Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't this normally have like a little mallet that goes with it? Mm, let me check. Hold on, guys. I snuck away and was drinking whiskey. I'm sorry. Bad influence. <laughs> uh, but now we're gonna. I'm gonna redeem my soul because Joel's gonna play some healing music, and he needs a a mallet. I yeah. I a guess sound so. mallet for this drum. I could like get my flutes if you what, actually want to do this. What kind of drum is that? I don't know. This is like one of these. It's kind of like a hang drum, but it's, I don't know. They Wait, sell you it. came to a podcast and you didn't bring your flutes? My flutes are upstairs. Oh, this guy. <laughs> this guy. You play other people's flutes? Like the skin flute? Is that where you're headed with this? What? No. <laughs> no, no. Why don't you just tell us about what this instrument is that I've handed you and what it is, and I'll go look for a mallet and a skin flute. I, uh, okay. I'm not really sure what this instrument he's handed to me is. You see these in like souvenir stores in, in Bali. It's like a little hang drum. I don't know. Normally I don't really play these types of instruments. I do like, I play like the flute. And actually I play an electric guitar normally when I do sound healing and do stuff on my computer. It's like high-tech sound healing. Bro, I cannot find a mallet. Yeah, it's maybe it's not like super important. That, like, that is a mallet, it might be too big. Oh, it sounds nice though. Bro. I'm about to I'm about to re hook up my mic, so you just. I need to entertain the crowd. Well, it's just here. I mean, you in the intro in part one, you were like, "I'm a sound healer." Yeah, so I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a musician. 
you know? I mean, sound healing is like a part of what I do. I kind of liked it having this as like background music for our conversation though. Bro, I'm coming over there. <laughs> yeah, you you having a lot of trouble with your microphone. No, no, I just want to get I just want to get closer I just I just want to get closer to the music. Closer to the vibe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, we need to cool down after that last session. I didn't know we were gonna uh, talk about politics. It was fun. Rhapsody in, uh, like, like J minor. You know the uh, musical chord of that steel drum. Do I know it? Yeah. Uh, it's like a scale, I think. Wait, did you tell? Do we know what what that the history of the steel drum? Or was it just a, a steel drum? Steel drums were made out of uh, like oil barrels. Is this a steel drum? No. What is that? I don't. This is like a. I don't know what kind of metal this is, but it's a, it's like a, a hand pan, like a hang drum. Yeah. Are we not supposed to play like that? Are you? You think you can play it however you it like? It almost looks digital. I, I know it like like it has these two these look like they're they're supposed to light up or something don't they I don't think they do though they're just little 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 like dimples Oh no you plug it in the back and then you can run it through the sound system What really No <laughs> Actually you know what it looks like is like one of those sea urchins You ever you ever Yeah yeah, yeah. You ever uh like go free diving no, but I know what you're talking about. So I was living in Australia before this, and I used to go free diving for lobsters. Like, you just hold your breath, and you swim down there, and you grab the lobsters with your hand, and, you know. So, hey, you got to loosen loosen that, or you're going to strip the... No, no, no. I think the deed is... Bottom good. right. Bottom right. There, other right. That right, yeah, yes. Okay. The other right. There we go. All right. The other right. We're in business here. I, I feel so, like 
free diving for lobsters. What do you feel like? I feel like a lobster. <laughs> no, um, so when, when you're free diving for lobsters, you often find sea urchins. And sometimes sea urchins are good because you can flip them over and you cut out their insides and eat basically their sex organs. The sushi, right? Like the Yeah, and Jap un, Japanese uni. 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 Yeah. yeah, uni. Uni nigiri, if done right, is one of the best tastes in the world, in my personal opinion. Wow. Um, I don't so know I, if I've ever had it. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty vegan. Yeah, so you probably would not be free diving for lobsters and crack, <laughs> cracking them open with your bare hands. No, not, not. I used to take soy sauce. And like stash it on me, like put it in my you, little dive pocket. You you dive with soy sauce in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't and, like leave that at the surface. And then like one of the lobsters I catch that day because I used to, I'm really good at it. I'll dive down there and find them and grab them. I don't doubt it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll just crack it open right there and just eat it sashimi style. Yeah, I once I once went uh, fishing by net off the coast of Kerala. And we like we we cooked the fish that we caught over like a lantern fire and just like ate ate it with our hands. It was fantastic. The only problem with the raw lobster is it really sticks to the shell. Yeah. So when you like crack it in half and you're trying to get the like meat, like yeah, a lot of it stays stuck to the shell. Yeah. But 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 the thing is, it's pretty cool how you could just like go in the ocean and just eat something raw. Like the ocean Definitely. is cleans things. Like think about all the BS that humans put in the ocean yeah and then think about like how clean it still is like you can literally just swim down there and grab i mean if you're vegan you can grab some seaweed sure some I'm kelp curious. some kelp absolutely well kelp's a little tough <laughs> well you know some lighter you can pretty much eat all that stuff like kelp like is kelp like really like strong you can't like here's a all textures aside, right. most of the greenery you see in the ocean, you can eat without any negative side effect. Is that right? Yes, because the oceans cleans everything. Yeah. Think about it, bro. You can't go grab a live rabbit that's running around or a bird and crack it open and eat its flesh. Well, like, you get sick, dude. Yeah, probably. You can't eat raw bird flesh. No, not birds. Or rabbit. Yeah. You've never had raw, raw beef? That's a special process. Yeah. That's not a grab an animal out of the wild and crack it open no. process. That's like that's, yeah. they treat the cow a certain way and process the meat and cure it in special conditions. Yeah. What I'm saying is. I guess so. You, when you make steak tartare, okay. you're adding acid. Now the like, ocean, guess what percentage of the edible animals in the ocean you can eat raw? How many? 100%. Of the edible ones. I'm not talking about poisonous animals. Okay. Like Non-poisonous. Yeah. Like you could eat. You know, dolphin flesh or lobster flesh or the flesh of any living creature in the ocean and probably won't get sick. If you eat most living creatures on the land, you get sick. Like raw. I'm talking raw. Yeah. Like just right off the land. Like just grab, like, you know what I mean? If you grabbed a, like, you know, in the ocean, you just grab a lobster or like, I'm talking about like this musical instrument, how it reminded me of a sea urchin and uni. Yeah. So like, you know, in the ocean, you could just grab like a, a wild living creature and eat it right there. Yeah. Get, yeah. And with land animals, land creatures, like you wouldn't just grab a, I don't know, what's a, a squirrel, squirrel edible? A squirrel? Can you eat squirrel? Yeah, but let's do it something that people actually eat, like a pheasant. Okay. Yeah. Quail? Quail. Yeah. Yeah. Small like pigeon looking wild bird. 
pigeon. Do- like people, eat, people eat pigeon. Yeah, yeah, totally. But you wouldn't just grab a pigeon and crack it open and eat it raw. No, I wouldn't do that. I mean, even meat eaters wouldn't do that. I mean, no. they're going to get really sick probably. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It's a testimonial to the ocean and the cleanliness of the ocean the way it sort of it sort of sanitizes through a saline solution everything to where it's all edible it's all good you know you can take you can take a bottle of soy sauce into the take a bottle of soy sauce and get a sea urchin which is exactly what this little steel drum thing reminds me of and this hole right in the back of the steel drum that right there is like where you dig the knife in to get the uh right the goodies sense are you are you trying to disturb me <laughs> are you trying to like to like <laughs> i was a professional chef for 15 years i've done my i've done i've, I've, Bro, cl- I've cleaned my share of lobsters just, isn't it weird humans are weird so but anyways the point in the testimony of the ocean is that it's very purifying and it's very clean and this super reminds me of an uni yeah it's just weird right humans do that but then like you know a lot of times i'll be in there and i'll be eating like a lobster out of the ocean or whatever and like a like a seal a seal will swim up to me. Yeah. And like eat some of my scraps or try to get my bag of lobsters, you know, because you put them on a catch bag. You mm-hmm. got, and the seal. So I'm like, well, I guess it's pretty natural. I mean, seals are doing it. How big are the seals? They're like cool. They're cool. They're like a little bit smaller than you, like a normal human. Yeah. Are they pretty chill? They're not aggressive, but if they get a chance to grab your lobster from you. Yeah, they'll get, they'll take, they'll steal your lobster. <laughs> they're like, sure. they're, they're, they're like pa- the monkeys of the sea. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely like the monkeys like, you don't want to have food out around those monkeys they're cool and they all have their own personality they're yeah. really cool man. did you like befriend any like Dude, did, did I, you know did you know them yeah yeah like me and the seals had a weird relationship you i were thought like, that's i thought stevie i thought that the, the relationship was normal actually because okay so the first time i really had like an intimate relationship with a seal <laughs> i was with like a girlfriend of mine and we were off this point it's called like sandy cape uh-huh. in western australia yeah it's one of the most beautiful things places i've ever seen like just the the mixture of geography and currents and like long i mean it's beautiful it's on these massive these sand dunes so you walk on these sand dunes for like 30 minutes and you get to this ocean and it's just like you can see as far as like it's clear clear like you can see as far as your eyes can see the ocean it's amazing it's amazing and there's these kelp beds yeah of kelp, yeah yeah and the seals live in the kelp beds is that what they eat yeah, they eat, well, I mean, yeah, they but they have stronger jaws than humans. But I mean, yeah, they eat kelp, they eat lobsters. Yeah. Yeah, but they have a tough time getting lobsters. Yeah. Like that's why they see me get them in their life. Yeah, they know you yeah, know. they know what's up. They know they know. I, I like honestly, I should have you're not allowed to feed them. So like I don't want to get in trouble. But sure. like if it wasn't for like a legal thing, I would have probably just been like, yo, like It's yours. When I first started free dive for lobster, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought that because I'd only catch like one or two and I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm hungry. I want to eat these lobsters. But now I go out there and I'm so good at it. Like I'm apparently ridiculously good at f- spotting, catching. Like, apparently like other lobster uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. divers like, took out. a look at you and they were like, this guy's a fucking prodigy. Okay. So basically I, f- I self-taught myself how to free dive uh-huh. and how to free dive for lobsters. Yeah. How long can you hold your breath? Not very long. Okay. Like a couple, a few minutes. Yeah. And when you're really... That's like wor- a pretty long time. Uh, not, not for, like not free, for free diving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so basically within... Like I self-taught and caught my first lobster my first time out. And then a couple more the next time. 
And then I asked my buddy, I'm like, I'm a little frustrated. Like I've only, I, you know, I've already been out once or twice. And I've only caught like two or three. He's like, you caught two or three? Like, yeah, he's like, on your first <laughs> couple of times. I was like, dude, I take people for months and will point them the fucking lobster and they still can't catch the thing. And you self-taught yourself are they, to catch. Are they fast? Yeah, like lightning fast. Bro, first of all, <laughs> we are not water creatures. I see. So they're faster than These you. These are ancient the water creatures yeah. that genetically have been surviving in the ocean for millions. They're it's like one of, one the, of longest. the oldest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. Yeah. These guys are experts. Yeah. Dude, seals can't get them. And seals are like designed underwater hunting machines. Yeah. Like these seals are amazing underwater. Yeah. They know they're strong and move but quick. They but they don't have your cunning. I don't know what it is. It's not even that smart. I see the lobster and I go for it. Yeah. You're just not afraid. Uh, I just, I know what they see and what they don't see. And uh, I can move fast enough to catch them. You're like a ninja. But dude, they're strong and fast. So anyways, the point, the point just being is, there's, uh, yeah, you know, I, I told my buddy, I call, I, you know, I call my buddy, and he was like, yeah, that's incredible that you even catch one or two. And then within a month of self-teaching myself, I was catching my bag limit. So bag limit is like eight a day right. with lobsters. And it was like I, two, two or three hours, I'd catch my limit. Like, it was ridiculous. People were like, what the fuck? And I didn't think, I, I thought that was apparently kind of normal. And the guys, you know, my guys, you know, my, my, my you know, lobster fishing free dive buddy who just like gives me this equipment, but it's like, it's just like, whoa, dude, like I take people out professionally and they don't even do anything. So one time I was out catching lobsters and a seal, like the second seal experience was basically, you know, I had this lobster and he's like kind of right for it. And when I got out of the water, there's all these people like looking at us and pointing and taking photos. And I was like, what? And cause I was like kind of playing with the seal, you know, I play with them a little bit, you know, like they'll take my lobsters and I'll swing them around and do a little <laughs> loop and shit. Like, yo. And they'll be like, wow. Like, uh -huh. So, you know, they're like, that was amazing. We've never seen anything like that. And I was like, I thought it was normal. So apparently I had a connection with these, you know, the seals. And I, I learned that each one has its own personality. So I was at this point, Sandy Cape, man, where the, you know, it's just intersection of just gorgeous, beautiful nature elements, like crystal clean, powerful ocean water and, you know, rolling dunes and cliff, you know, like just real nice. And I was down there with a, one of my girlfriends and she's like Latina and doesn't swim. Latina and doesn't like swim a lot. Is that a, she's is always that like a, a little worried about? Is that a stereotype about Latinas? <laughs> no, it's just a description. I would have said okay. she's a white. She's I would just say she's like this white chick that doesn't really swim a lot. Like it just helps <laughs> with the description a little right, bit. Just, okay. Um, and uh, she was always a little sketchy, but she was if I would go, she would go. Like she would never like too scared. Like she trusted that like. We probably weren't going to get killed as long as I was there and like, you know, yeah, in, in the lead and looking around. Uh -huh. And then she like, I see her like, I see it kind of kind of see it first. And I'm like, she's going to freak out. And I look and she's like, ah! <laughs> and she was so scared of the seal. I was like, am I supposed to be scared? And I looked over and seals like, yo, <laughs> and he started to. So I did like a little, you know what I mean? I did a little spin. And he just totally showed me off. It was like a dance off where I just got destroyed. You ever see Drake, Chris Brown dance off? No. Mar pop music, Canadian. Come on, Drake. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm not. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a Drake. It's a Drake. Uh, Drake's from my hometown. It's a Drake, Chris, Chris Brown uh, dance off. And Chris Brown just crushes Drake. So anyway, this was like the seal crushed me. 
Mm. Like I did my little move, and the seal did like all these spins and twirls through the kelp. Yeah, you like were doing that little that little thing from Hotline Bling, like the. And then he just like busts down like a Michael Jackson. Yeah, I guess. fully. And even at that point, my girl was like laughing at me, like, "Ha! The seal just showed you." And I was like, "Totally!" Like first she was scared, you know, she was scared. It's like there's a she, giant yeah. water creature. She it's like know. you you walk into it. It's like you walk into a back alley, right? And there's like and there's like uh, Drake and Chris Brown, and it's like at first you think. That it's it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a you know something's going down and then it turns out to be a dance battle. No, like first of all, Drake is soft. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he's even mean he's that from bad. Forest Hill. That's like a a, a very rich. It's right soft, dude. <laughs> yeah. Rich part. No, like I okay. Here's the thing. Like I don't think Drake likes me. Like per like a, as a person. I mean, you don't I, think I hope... he likes you? Has well, he that, met you? I, yeah, we met a couple times. Really? Yeah, his whole crew's got my books. Interesting. Yeah, I write. I don't want to dox myself, but I've written yeah, a lot of best-selling, a lot of best-selling books of a certain genre. Understood. And Drake's whole crew's got him. I right. met him in New Zealand, and then we were just doing some shows in Australia. Oh, but the point—you being... don't think he likes you? I don't think he likes it because I wrote a poem in one of the books, not the book I gave them, but a book I published like that same month. And it was a basically about Drake, like, you know, what he had to do to get where he is and what kind of guy Lil Wayne is mm. and how, you know. Have you Drake, met Lil Wayne? No, I have not. Oh, okay. He's one of those I actually guys. Think I, I actually think I've met Drake, but it was when he, it was when he was, it was like really briefly before he was famous. Because he used to work like uh, in like the Queen West area when I was hanging out so, there when I was a teenager. He's got really soft hands. And no, don't laugh, bro. I'm just not a diss. It's a fact. And there's nothing wrong with well, that. Maybe he takes care of them. It's just like, it just makes me want to be a little bit like, hey, Jake, like, Drake, like, just chill out. Like, literally, P. Diddy punched him in the head. Yeah. And Drake got all freaked out and, like, you know, ran off. What? what Chris ha Brown. What, what happened? Chris Brown beat Drake. You, like, beat him up? Well, Drake was talking shit to him because, you know, Chris Brown beat Rihanna. Oh, okay. and she was like, "There's Sorry, photos." I'm not, I'm not up on my hip hop beefs, bro. He beat this. He beat a really famous singer, and she was all over the media with a black eye. Right, I heard about this. Like it was fucked up, dude. Yeah, and Drake was dating that woman. Oh, so obviously Drake because Drake's not a bad person. This is the thing. Like he's a nice guy. He's soft. Like this is the thing. This is why. Like I'm like I just want. This is. A, the, the, the poem I wrote was like, dude, basically like, hey, it's okay, dude. Like, you don't need to be tough. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He did, like, he, yeah. Just chill, bro. Yeah. I was basically like, the only set you rep is a TV set. <laughs> Which is true, because he's a fucking actor, not a trapper. Yeah, he so, was on that Degrassi. Did you guys get Degrassi in America? And that's not to say, look, he's, I think he's smart. I think he's strong. I think he's... You know, he's I think like he's good, makes pretty good. Music. I got a lot, dude. I got a, a well. I got a lot of. I got a lot of respect for Drake. Okay. Yeah. It was an artistic piece that I wrote. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was just for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> and the problem with this was the timing. of The book was the same month. Wait, did he speak he, out publicly against your poem? No. No. But you think he 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 read it and and things have just been a little bit weird between you and Drake ever since? No, 
all I'm saying is like when I was in that ocean yeah. and that seal was running circles around me, I felt like Drake being beat in a dance off. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Just defeated. <laughs> but it was all worth it because this seal was incredible and I had this connection. You know what I mean? And that was, you know, when I realized that, um, you know, sometimes, you know, we're wild animals, you know? And just like the seal wouldn't think twice to tear open a fucking lobster with its mouth or grab a fish if it was a little too slow. Like, I shouldn't feel flamed, ashamed about, you know, hunting and killing and consuming the flesh of those less fortunate than me. Right. Yeah. Why are you vegan? I'm vegan because I think that industrial meat is really, really wasteful. And I think that a lot of the deforestation that's happening is happening as a result of uh, agriculture that's going towards meat. So you're okay with like, Free diving hand caught lobsters. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm okay. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, we're good then. Yeah, I'm not trying to like. Uh, <laughs> it's just factory farming. Yeah, that's the main. That's the main thing. Yeah, and I. I mean, I'm not trying to like be a. a you know, I'm not trying to like bother people about it. You know, but yeah, that's why. It's probably a good moral choice. Do you believe morals exist? uh yes yeah <laughs> that doesn't sound like a very committed answer <laughs> i think it's one of those things I, I think yeah. i think it's one of those things where it's like it's true on a certain like from a certain perspective and it's like there's a place that's sort of beyond good and evil like and i shall meet you there yes there's a field beyond good and evil <laughs> <laughs> is that just past where the eye can see. Wait, isn't that like a Rumi poem? I think, li isn't life like a Rumi poem? <laughs> no, like seriously, like, do you think like anything you do makes a moral difference in the universe? Um, I think that the things that I do... I think the things that I do have a difference between like how do I put this I think it's as I it's it's more like as I awaken to the truest version of myself what I do changes it's more like that If that makes sense. It's more like you do changes. No, as 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 my as my perspective, as my view of myself changes, the things that I do change. And so, as my perception becomes like more holistic, more integrated, I tend to identify more with. Uh, other people, animals, the environment, etc. Did you just add the etc for like 
like good measure. Yeah, do you think that that was You're a complete like, list? And etc. And 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 uh, etc. <laughs> All right, one, two, uh, etc. <laughs> no, I mean that's cool. That's cool for good measure. I mean, just yeah. over here winging it. Yeah. I sort of I think I I think of things in terms of like the evolution of of consciousness you know more so than like some some kind of written in stone moral uh you know so code you think the moral consciousness is fluid yeah i think it has to be yeah it has to be sounds a bit aggressive <laughs> jeez <laughs> this guy i mean anything can be anything except for what i believe that has to be that the that the that the moral consciousness moral consciousness is fluid. Yeah. I think the ultimate reality is is beyond good and evil, and so and so so when you're when you're when you're basing something on a thing that's constantly evolving and changing, then it has to be fluid. Well, that's like they say, like change is the only constant, right? Yeah, is that a true saying? Uh, yeah, that's a saying. Of course. But do you think it's true? Like it's not just a true saying, but it's also like a true saying? I think that... I think that there... Yeah, change in, 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 in the world of form, in physical reality, in, in phenomenal... In, 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 the, in the side of reality that is phenomenal experience, change is the only constant. The side of reality that is... Uh, the open sky of awareness is constant. So you think, therefore, you are. Uh, uh I don't know. <clears throat> I think thinking. I think thoughts happen. Wait, did you say I think thinking? <laughs> Jeez, buddy. Well, thoughts, thoughts happen, thoughts are something that happens in consciousness, right? So that yeah, statement... Yeah, definition, okay, that's true. So that statement is a little bit, like, it's not, it's not complete. It's like, you are consciousness, and then thinking happens. Thinking, like, thinking, thinking happens in the same way that, that, you know, this, this microphone appears in front of me. Like, this microphone appears in consciousness, so does thinking, Right? What do you think about that sunset? It's very beautiful. I, I wish I could see it a little bit better. We're gonna we're gonna go outside. You see. you have a spectacular view. Don't say what the view is. Don't say the the, the landmark. I'm not. I won't, I won't. Don't dox me. It's just you have. It like is a, beautiful. I know. Yeah, I mean, like, feels, there's no shortage of uh, beautiful views in Bali. People say this is actually the best. I think maybe it's like one of certainly one of the best that I've seen. Yeah. On the island, there's not a lot like this. Yeah. Well, it's all I mean there I've seen like pretty spectacular views, but you got to like mission. You got to like you got to climb a mountain or you know, you got to drive up to a out of the way place. Yeah, like if this podcast if this podcast did video as well as audio, wouldn't that be that would be something. The backdrop of that view. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, except doxing would take like one, one week. Yeah. It would be like it would be like Insta Docs. Yeah, you're very concerned about that. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> You're not? Uh, I'm just, I'm not really a very public personality, so I don't know that I really have to be too worried. Well, I mean, not necessarily worried, just careful. I think I don't really use too much, I don't really use social media too much. And I'm, I'm also like, you know, I mean, most of the social media I use is for just promoting music. So, I don't know. You've never had a bunch of unwanted attention by people you didn't know? Not really. This guy, lucky guy. <laughs> we go watch the sunset? Uh, yeah, let's do it. We're just going to take like a one-minute pause. It's going to be like a ten-minute pause, guys. But we just want to watch the sunset really quick because it's super, super beautiful. So just, just one second. Just hang in there. Um, count we, to like ten. Yeah, are you we'll actually gonna back. leave a ten minute pause in the ten seconds? In I'm the, telling them count to ten and then come back. Okay. <laughs> It'll be a ten second pause. Cool. Yep. I think that was about 10 minutes or 10 seconds, 10 seconds. That's right. Yeah. Our 10 second break. Do we time that right, guys? Is that about 10 seconds? Yeah. No one's even probably paying attention. This is like the time in the podcast where people have like tuned out and they're like just making their breakfast yeah. or like it's walking all, into like It's just on spot. in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've tuned out. There's just, it's just, just words, words to not make people feel so words, alone. Words, words, words. People want to hear somebody's voice, you know. I know. I have that sometimes. You get lonely. Yeah. You want to talk about your loneliness? You can, dude. Now's your shop, bro. This is part. This is like part. Yeah. Two point one. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of a serial monogamist, and so I'm like making a point of being single right now. You know. I mean, sure, if that's your thing. Yeah, that's like that's the thing right now. That's the, that's Ser serial monogamy. I was, yeah, you know, like a, I was always in a relationship. Old Joel, old solo Joel. Yeah, right now, I'm flying solo for the time being. I'm flying solo, but I still sleep with a lot of women. I mean, that's the goal. That's the idea. It's so crazy though, because every time I do, I'm like, why do I still do this? And then, like, for a few days, it's like, I'm not even sexually interested in anyone or anything. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, Phew. like, this girl called me today and she wanted to, like, FaceTime video with, like, her body. I'm just like, oh, God, you know? Or, like, you know, I was in Changu last weekend, you know, there's all these girls that wanted to, like, meet up with me. Yeah. So I met up with one. I wasn't even planning, planning on sleeping with her. And we went back to my place and we slept together. Yeah, and then she was well, upset because uh, I wouldn't yeah. let her spend the night. And I'm like, "Listen, like you're, off. you're off. <laughs> We're not laughing at that. We're laughing because the mic fell. We're drinking whiskey. You never know what's gonna happen. All right? Because I have the mic upside down. I know that's weird. I turn the mics upside down in the studio and then sit on the floor. And all the guests are like, "All right, that seems cool." Like, nothing strange at all about this podcast this guy just flipped the mics upside down and yeah that's uh, i mean that's not that's not the strangest thing about this podcast well you think there's a strangest thing <laughs> a strange stranger things
Is there Stranger Things on this podcast? No, I mean it's it's I, I'm quite enjoying it, actually. I'm quite enjoying this. Risky whiskey. That was a good sound effect. You pr- you've been practicing. guys i know you probably think i'm an alcoholic because anyone that only knows me through this podcast probably thinks i'm an alcoholic yeah anyone knows me not through this podcast knows that i never drink you weren't drunk when i first met you (laughs) or what jeez i would hope not no 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 no, no. i don't go out drinking or anything like that Uh no it's literally just when i podcast you know, mm-hmm. I drink, I drink. It's like this weird dedication thing that's probably not good, but it's part of some like lingering Hollywood it's, instinct. Yeah, that's it, right? I don't know this because you, you want to be able to keep talking without any without any breaks. Actually, the truth is, I want to not need yeah anything. It's not. I mean, that's what we all want at the end of the day. It's like there was this really zen guy on here a few shows ago. And it basically got to the point, as it often will zen do, is we're just like, all right, so we're just sitting here and we're totally at peace and everything's great. Yeah. And that's cool, but now I'm getting a little bit bored. It's like not an exciting movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but peaceful. So yeah. So that's sort of where... It's probably nice. I'm trying to find that like balance, you know, the balance. Yeah, I think because people can get people can kind of get caught in in kind of like running from the chaos a little bit, you know. When you run from the chaos, you know the chaos will find you in your own heart. Well, that's internal chaos. Yeah, two different things. There's internal chaos, and then there's external chaos. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're speaking. Of internal chaos. Yeah, and you can have that when you're alone. For sure. I mean, you get lots of it when you meditate. Internal chaos. You see it so do you, clearly. Do you, do you have it, that when you're alone? Internal chaos? Yeah. yeah. Or like text messages from girls like this that just are like, do not read this girl's name right now. Okay. You can read out a couple of the Which, texts if you want. Oh, holy I shit. I just got them while we were podcasting. I got like six tests. This is, this, a is a per, this is a person that you know? Why? What do you mean? Like. I haven't read them yet. Don't click them because then she'll be like, oh, he read them. Why isn't he answering? Oh, wow. That's why I haven't clicked them. You haven't. No, you haven't met her yet. What? Because it says, I can't, I can't wait till we meet. Oh, or yeah. You, this chick. I can't. <laughs> Is that what it says? Yeah. I want f- you to fuck me so hard. <laughs> Can't wait to meet. I want your tongue on my clit. Fuck. Oh, jeez. Yeah, see, I don't think you can handle my WAP. LLL, my WAP. Oh, wet ass pussy. That Cardi B song. I don't think I've ever that, actually heard it. but people I don't think it. I've heard that song either. It, it got a lot of buzz. Yeah, like right wing talk shows we were talking about. Like it got it transcended. Like they were mad. They weren't mad, <laughs> dude. Listen, anytime basically, one media tactic is is basically for fame and celebritism is getting anyone to say your name or your brand or something about you for any reason at all is a win. Of course, negative, positive, whatever. So 
It doesn't really matter. They were just. <laughs> what you got? Okay. What she sent you a new message? No, I'm just reading through other messages. So it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter, right? Uh, right. Because to Car to Cardi B, it doesn't really matter. No, I mean, it doesn't really matter to anyone who's just going for complete un uh unrestricted fame yeah like where i don't care i just want you to know i want you to know my name I want you to know my face right right so who cares if right-wing pundits were talking trash on cardi b she that's a win for cardi yeah cardi's got like right-wing business people talking about her yeah you can't yeah that's you a can't, win you can't pay for that coverage that's a win and not only talking about it, but they're talking about her wet-ass pussy yeah did they use those words? Yes. That's something. Some of them did. Some of them just said, known as WAP. And that they do that thing where they're like reading it off a paper. And they're like, the new song, Wet Ass Pussy. Bro. What? If I had an engineer, I'd be like, boom. And I'd just have him click a fucking like two seconds of the song right now for you. Yeah. We, well, we tried to do that earlier. Didn't really work out so well. You you should have that as like a as like a sound effect. So, so like so like whenever it's appropriate, you like press a button and it just it says it's like plays the chorus. Wet ass pussy. Yeah. Is that where we're at in the conversation right now? Is talking about Cardi B's wet ass pussy. <laughs> this conversation's taken a few turns. Let's get back it, it, to the it healing. Was like, it was like it was like yeah, it was like spiritual for a second. And then it got into repressed trauma. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have, I, I didn't really have a good story. You were like, I was at the pyramids and the crazy repressed trauma of this American girl. Yeah. I'm not always good at telling stories. Well, you know, that's okay. You know, you look like you're doing all right, I guess. I mean, you seem like kind of healthy and relatively alive. I'm t yeah, I'm like hanging in there, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's all it's all that it's all that healing I've been doing. Keeps the body keeps the body young. Heck yeah, bro. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. What you so what are you are you into sound healing? Is that something that you do? I'm into bio-oxygenating chambers. Yeah, you're into like high-tech shit. <sighs> what was it? The hyperbaric? It was. Mm, it was. What was it? What was it? Hyperbaric? No. What are we talking about? Cryo, cryo something? Cryotherapy? They reversed aging in Israel. Oh. I mean, it sounded like a big deal. I was excited about it. They in like, what does that even mean? Like in in a in like a cell, or like in people. Well, basically, it means that they can start looking at aging as a reversible disease instead of as a natural fact. Interesting. Israeli scientists claims to reverse aging in blood cells and what they're claiming to be using is the oxygen therapy which is the I'm looking for the word hyperbaric I was right 
<laughs> a hyperbaric chamber. Oof. Said telomeres are widely believed to be one of several factors impact in aging. Not a single factor, the changing of which cannot simply turn back in time. Ooh, this guy's skeptical. So it's not clear, but there's an interesting, an interesting thing that's happened. A new study was written after he recruited 35 people aged 64 plus and took blood samples. And so he's reversing the damage on the, their blood cells. Oh, yeah. So he claims. Interesting. Might not be true. It might not matter. It's also like a drop in a bucket, you know. What's not a drop in the bucket? Oh, that's true. What's not a drop in the bucket? Come on, Joel. This is your time to shine. Conscious, Tell me. Consciousness. Of? There's only one consciousness. There's only one? Yeah. Sounds a bit limiting. But it contains everything. Okay, 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 then. That's fine. Yeah. So it's just like one. So it's one with everything? Uh, it, it, well, it contains everything. So essentially, we're one with everything. Yeah, I think so. Because we are one consciousness. That's right. Yeah. Here on planet Earth <laughs> at Real Talk Stories. <laughs> Live from Bali. Where everyone's got a story. Okay, okay. Wait, um, is that, was that a question? It's all just a mix of questions and answers. And whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Is that a cut? That sounded like an outro. Pretty outro. <laughs> Pretty outro right now. I think my I think my entertainment level is like probably I think my I think my entertainment level is probably like five.